Hello there, and welcome back to the Average Pundits podcast, your home for all things Premier League. And uh, today we have uh, quite the controversial topic for you guys to listen to today. Uh, But before we do get into our topic of the day, let me introduce my co-host, Joseph Brody. How you doing, mate? Good, how are you? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Still, uh, Still amongst it, as everyone else is. Keeping it coming, uh, keeping the podcast going, so it's, uh, it's it's something to look forward to every week, isn't it? Recording this exactly, and uh, you know, props for you and Dom last week for uh, for filling in. Um, you know, I had important important uh, stuff to sort out that uh, we can't quite reveal to you the average pundit's faithful yet, but uh, we do have a lot of very special things uh, in 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 the pipelines for you guys. So uh, stay tuned to all of our social medias and our. Uh, all of our streaming platforms for any updates that we do and uh, yeah we can uh, maybe reveal it to you uh, soon so our topic today joe is uh you know the players that are getting in trouble during lockdown and uh, this is like a controversial topic right now that sprung from a breaking story a breaking news story that happened in the last couple of days featuring chelsea left winger callum hudson adoy yeah um the, the the stuff coming out about it, it, it it's not ideal to hear at all. This is I think this is Hudson Doy's third arrest now. Not not just specifically in lockdown, just throughout the seniority of his of his football career. Um, so at the moment, the headline currently reads um, he was arrested on suspicion of rape in the early hours of Sunday morning. Um, police were called and an ambulance was called to an address in London at about three fifty three in the morning. Uh, with a report to a woman who was um, who, who was in the, the best condition, and she was uh, taken to a hospital, and it was reported that she was raped. Um, since the arrest, he has uh, been bailed out, and he is going to return to Chelsea training. Um, and I don't think there's any real sign at the moment of any more information or whenever there's a trial, but a trial I'm, I'm sure will be coming fairly soon um, for a player of of his caliber and his um his potential you really have to hope this isn't true don't you Reece? oh absolutely i mean um you know obviously the thoughts are with with the victim who for obvious reasons cannot be named but um a police investigation does continue and um you know i'm guessing that you can go to any of your you know news outlets the the, the big outlets that will uh follow this trial and 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 the, and the investigation so uh we will see how it unfolds uh what we what's been found um but uh i mean uh i i guess that a lot of this wouldn't well, i mean it would have been brought to life with the whole situation uh regarding the assault but also you know breaking the quarantine that uh you know the quarantine rules that uh, our british government have put in place you know, yeah. Got... Um, Sorry. Well, well, well. I was going to say well, at the moment, it is seeming like he has broke lockdown rules to 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 go out and meet somebody. But I mean, the actual horrificness of the crime almost outweighs the, the fact that he simply just broke the lockdown rules. Um, yeah, absolutely. Well, 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 obviously, all at the moment, you know, just 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 theoretical. It's all it's all on suspicion at the moment. Uh, there's nothing more that can really be said about this one until more information comes out. Um, obviously, training is set to resume extremely soon, and I'm sure Hazard will be back with the rest of the squad. Um, again, I hope it isn't true because he's, he's a talented, he's young. You don't want to see a player derail their career, especially not in a horrific way like this. Um, so, I mean, fingers crossed. This this 
can be resolved and justice will be will, will be resumed absolutely you know so um as as you mentioned training for the premier league is about to go ahead some players are more than happy to go back and and play some football again some might not be so uh we'll we'll have to see what comes of of the premier league season uh i know that um troy deeney is not returning to training is that is is that is that what he said yeah he he's come out and essentially made it clear that he doesn't want to return to training he has a very young son i believe um with uh breathing problems so he doesn't want to potentially bring anything back into the house which i mean on 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 paper i i don't see an issue with him saying this i mean he's he's got someone ill in his family on paper he's he's there to protect them but the flip side of it is a lot of people are coming out in criticism saying that he's in a lower half of the table and potentially that's you know one of the the, the points of motivation behind what he said it's it's a very thin tightrope people are walking on making those kind of claims um i think that's there's arguments to be had that like, I can see why someone would say that, but it's a very sensitive topic, I think, to to kind of bring about. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that I, if, if people are talking about fines for those players that don't return to train or don't return, I don't think that should be uh, you know something that should be just discussed at all. If you don't want to turn up to training because you fear that someone in your family might get ill or that you might get ill yourself and you're panicking about the the virus itself then i don't think there should be any any penalty for you not wanting to to be in you know you not want to be in, in the vicinity of other players that's the, the 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 main argument at the moment is whether these penalties should come into play i mean there there are loads of rumors saying that people who don't want to train will have to essentially come forward and, and, and pay the fines and basically in accordance with them, not with acting alongside the rest of the team, which is, it's it's difficult. I think it all depends on the motivation. I mean, like I said, there's so many people saying that the people who are throwing their toys out of the pram are lower down in the table, which, you know, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be around the bush. A lot of the, the cases I've seen have come from lower down in the table, but that's not me necessarily saying they're doing it for some kind of other agenda because I think the Premier League has spoken now. I mean, we know what's going to happen. The Premier League is looking to be played. So I don't think going out in active defiance towards what's being said is going to get them anywhere. If it's simply from a place of, of, of fear of, of, of getting sick or harming people around them, they're people as well. So I think they have every right to, to, to go about in, in that fashion. But you could again argue if it was someone in another profession, maybe they wouldn't be that fortunate to get that decision, you know? Absolutely. Um, so hopefully we can come to sort of agreements in, in, in the whole situation with the Premier League coming back. Uh, I think it's rumoured to, to come back around June-ish. Uh, the players are starting to train now. Uh, back to like the whole quarantining, isolation situation uh, that was sprung by the uh, controversial topic of the recent arrest of Callum Hudson-Odoi. Uh, we move on to you know the players that have also... Uh, you know, it, th- this isn't the first time we've heard someone breaking the quarantine rules in the Premier League. Um, you know, we've we've had an, a, a long list of, of players that haven't been abiding by the rules, and some worse than others. Uh, first player that we might want to start talking about is uh, the Manchester City defender uh, Kyle Walker. Joe. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't that long ago now. I mean, it, the headline's been and gone, but he had a bunch of women essentially come to his house. 
there was plenty of videos that were taken and those videos were, were leaked online. Um, came under very, very fast and very heavy criticism. Uh, released a couple of statements himself, essentially just urging others to basically not do what he did. Um, you know, the, the, the problem is, again, like, I, I have no doubt in my mind that there are plenty of people out breaking lockdown rules every single day. And there's no way of us being able to stop them. There really is. And that's, that's down to the police, isn't it? I mean, we, we, have, we have no control over that, unfortunately. But someone in Carl Walker's position of fame and, and a talent and stuff like that, little mistakes like this I saw, well I say little huge mistakes like this it really <laughs> yeah. it reflects really negatively on him it reflects negatively on Manchester City it's not what you want to see and it also reflects negatively on England I mean he's an England international we don't want our country to be a laughing stock I mean I'm sure there are players elsewhere in the world who have, who have potentially broken it but we don't want our players leading the headlines our players need to be examples don't they for when we go away and we and they represent us internationally Absolutely. Um, you know, th th this also came. You know, all these events that took place. I think it was like in 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 a, in a couple of days after Carl Walker put out a video saying, uh, I will quote him now, on a serious note though, please everyone stay home, look after one another through this difficult time, and check in on loved ones, but don't visit them. Hashtag stay home, stay uh, save lives. This this party that Carl Walker had was a couple of days after sending that message out. I get. Obviously, Kyle wanted to be the role model that he is, but then going and doing the opposite that he's put out on social media, uh, I, I'm guessing that he, he wasn't intending everybody to find out, but it was going to come out eventually, right? Yeah, like, it's, it's the same thing. It's just a player in his position. How can you possibly hide it? It's this, exactly the same argument, which I thought the next person we're going to probably naturally talk about being Jack Grealish had as well. I mean, both of these two people wanted to go out for their own particular reasons or wanted to do stuff for their own reasons, but their level of fame is going to be their downfall. Um, like I said, the, the Jack Grealish one is pretty old now, but for anyone who wasn't familiar in the situation, he had to uh, make a video apology uh, on his social media platforms for breaking the government lockdown um, after being pictured at the scene of a road accident on Sunday morning. So he essentially went out to go and meet a friend and there was some kind of road traffic collision incident as well. So basically, he kind of had a bit of a double whammy. And I, I, again, the same thing. How on earth did he expect to get away with it? That's, that's the problem. Exactly. I mean, yeah, like you, like you say, a player in his position, um, there was going to be people on social media uh, finding out that it was. Uh, I think they found out via the car that it was uh, parked on the side of the road and also um you know the number plate uh, i think uh, a thread on on tw on a twitter uh, on a twitter feed somewhere showed the car that was parked next to someone's house and then the the car in the uh in the, in the in the car park of a uh, villa park so i think it was all found out through loopholes and stuff and then obviously jack Grealish has had to come out and uh, you know, apologise for, for for what he did. Yeah, a player of his caliber again, somebody who is most likely going to get a move in the summer. I, I think at the moment, headlines um, linking him to Manchester United and Chelsea. I think are the ones which have uh, had the most kind of uh, most kind of traction at the moment. So he's somebody who's probably going to get a big move. He's without a doubt Aston Villa's most prominent player and has been for some time. He's the Aston Villa captain. He's 
I'd, well, I'd say he's probably the best player to come out of Birmingham in God knows how long. You know, he's he's a, 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 a Brummie national. He's playing at a Brummie side. And, you know, a lot of the time, that kind of area, whether you're a Blues fan, whether you're a Villa fan, some love him, some hate him. But at the end of the day, he is representing the city. So, it, again, it's just a shame to see these kind of things happen. Um, and that's not the, the only person from a Midlands club which has actually broken um, some kind of lockdown procedure. This this one genuinely did shock me. Um, it's the Wolves midfielder, Morgan Gibbs-White. Young English player, really talented, bags of talent. Nuno has come out so many times and said that he rates him an awful lot and that he definitely has a future at Wolverhampton unless somebody comes in and snaps him up. But apparently Morgan Gibbs-White drove all the way to London, he is based in Wolverhampton, drove all the way to London to go to a party with you know, a couple of people who are on Love Island. I mean, uh, Jesus. I mean, what, what on earth was he thinking there? Um, he has been fined, uh, I think it's £60,000 £60, for, for his, his party in, uh, you know, incidents. Um, and uh, I, th- I think he was having to have a test constantly afterwards to see uh, if he would uh, provide a negative test uh, after attending the party as well. Um, but yeah, he drove all the way from obviously Wolverhampton, driving all the way down to London, uh, ju- just for I think it was a capital. Uh, I think I think it was just a bank holiday house party to celebrate. I think it was a VE day or something. Yeah, it was. It definitely didn't seem like there was much Union Jack Bunton around that flat. From what I saw in the pictures, it, it looked like a bunch of people his age just literally chilling with a few drinks and stuff like that, which normally in any other scenario, you don't turn a head to. I mean, they're young footballers. I mean, they're like our age. They should be doing that. But at the yeah. same time, it's it's so evidently obvious that this is going to come back to, to, to backfire on them. And the, the, the problem with a lot of these players is as well is the, these aren't senior players. These are young players that are doing this. And he's somebody, I mean, he's 20 years old. He has like another 15 years of top flight football ahead of him. And and just you know, the, the, falling into a pattern of breaking, of, of starting to get fines and breaking rules early on, it can be really dangerous for for, for a player's career and reputation. I mean, you, you look at serial offenders in their career. No, no more famous than someone like Mario Balotelli. Played for some yeah. of the best clubs in the world, and he was a repeat offender wherever he went, constantly racking up fines. Eventually, you know, it catches up with him, and then his reputation goes a bit down the plug hole, and not many big clubs want to touch you anymore. Pretty much, yeah. You can be known as one of the you know players to stay away from. I know that when uh, we like Liverpool were about to sign Balotelli, all the fans were like, "Why would you want to have someone that's just going to bring a lot of trouble to the city?" I mean, uh, he was known for setting off fireworks in his in his own bathroom. Um, you know, you don't want to be known as that. Like more, Gibbs White as well. He's also, as you say, he's very young. He's got a lot of promise about him. Like he's he could be one of England's future central midfielders. Yeah, he he could be leading the line for us in you know in in World Cups to come, and you don't really want to be seeing this out of your young you know English stars, especially just to go and party and risk your career and 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 everything to to go and party with a bunch of has been reality TV stars. Yeah, for, for the sake of a small amount of time, you know, a small amount of time that you're going out and doing this, it can have lasting implications. Um, it wasn't just players in the Midlands. London uh, London clubs were quite heavily affected by this as well. Um, Arsenal and Tottenham 
there's uh, instances from both of these uh, play uh, both of these clubs coming out. Um, David Luiz, Granit Xhaka, Nicolas Pepe, and Alexander Lacazette were all pictured not adhering to social distancing rules. Um, Nicolas Pepe was pictured having like a kickabout with some some random kids, which is you know absolutely eye-watering it's just it's just phenomenal that 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 can even go on and i think that david louise and granite jack were pictured near to each other as well um as for the lacazette incident all i've seen really is a bloke stood fairly near to him whilst he's near his car i can't really speak to that it's not very good social distancing but i think the other ones were a bit more severe than that but again for a club in arsenal's position do they really need players doing this no, not really. Um, especially when you've got, you know, as a team as well, they're sort of trying to rebuild. They're not doing very well in the in the Premier League right now, and they're sort of not the image that you want to want to put out there at all. I can probably say that Mikel Arteta is not a happy guy, especially because he was one of the first cases in the Premier League where, you know, all football fans started to take this whole virus seriously. Like, oh we can get it now that, you know, Mikel Arteta's got it, you know. When you see, like, the people in the football world that do get it, you sort of think, oh, I thought they were untouchable. But now, I guess that, you know, you've got, you know, especially, like, your players, surely your manager getting the virus would scare you a little bit into staying indoors in in your huge mansion. (laughs) Exactly. That's such a good point. I didn't even think about that obviously Mikel Arteta was one of the first cases in the Premier League if not the first case I mean I can't recall directly who was the first case in the Prem but he was definitely one of the first few names I think it was I think it was uh the controversial topic of today in Callum Hudson-Odoi he was one of the first uh players from the Premier League like you know high high caliber players from the Premier League to to actually contract the virus so uh maybe it you know it was foreshadowing what was to come you know the, the 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 really horrific events that have happened in the past couple of days with with hudson adoy like but you know people need to you know especially the players of, of of a club that their manager has come under really ill uh you know and and, and recovered uh surely that could should have scared them into into not doing the lockdown rules yeah and then the tottenham side um players that were the well essentially breaking the same similar kind of rules were Ndombele, Damson Sanchez and Ryan Sessegnon and manager Jose Mourinho was also pictured alongside them training in a park which again is it's almost baffling how can you make Mourinho is arguably like one of the most famous if not the most famous football manager on the planet you know that's currently still managing based on his career how is he not expected to be photographed wherever he goes? And the second somebody sees him out with players from a top club like Tottenham, again, training, it's it's absolutely horrendous. I mean, for, for somebody who's criticised um, Ndombele so much in the media and then to be pictured out with him, obviously trying to train him, breaking the lockdown rules, again, like that, it, it's not going to give either of them the credibility, you know? It, it's not going to give either of them the credibility which they're trying to reach. I think Tottenham and Arsenal are two clubs, Arsenal more severely, but Tottenham and Arsenal are two clubs which are currently going through another bit of a rebuild period, as a lot of clubs are, and any negative press is going to linger. Any negative press is going to linger towards them, so it's it's not ideal at all. That's kind of the nature of all football players nowadays. Like Most players now get 
bad press rather than good press. It's that's sort of the trend that we're going towards, especially with you know, uh, you know, certain newspapers. Not going to name any names, but are known for targeting, and, and certain celebrities and news outlets are, are known for targeting football players in particular. I, I remember, you know, Raheem Sterling has been you know at the forefront of a lot of targeting for no reason. You know, he, he could. He could rescue a child from a burning building, and you know it would still come out negative somehow. The, you know the media yeah. always find a spin for it. So, with all these lockdown things, obviously they're always going to look for the negative. Um, I mean, there, there isn't really much of, in ways of being positive for breaking the the quarantine rules, but surely, like you know, they're all, the, all they're just waiting for someone to to break the rules. That's it. They're they're waiting for the pin to drop, and the, you know the, the outlets are on it like vultures, I guess. It's, it's, I mean, the media always going to, the big publications are going to look for the story wherever, you know, if, if the story is a scandal, the story is a scandal. And the other real scenario of this, which has kind of made headlines again, I didn't really see as much backlash coming from it, but I believe it was Paul Pogba, Lindelof, and Andreas Pereira were all pictured training together before the announcement of training to resume. Um, the clubs voted to return to small group training fairly recently but i'm pretty sure this was before so there was the united case and then there was also a room in case of chelsea um chelsea player um mason mount and ex-chelsea player now west ham player Declan rice playing five aside in london shortly after the lockdown was you know firstly enforced so uh, i mean the amount of cases is absolutely baffling and as of recording this now Literally, Sky Sports reported about 18 minutes ago that there are six new positive COVID-19 results in the Premier League. 748 tests. Yeah, yeah. 748 tests were completed for players and non-playing staff. And anyone now who tests positive uh, needs to self-isolate for a minimum of seven days and can't attend the training. So there are six new cases at the moment. I I still think the the the, the discussion about returning the Premier League is definitely going to keep on going. Obviously, we all still are hopeful we can see football in some format or other. But as we've said before in the in the past few podcasts, the past few weeks, safety has to come first, one hundred percent. I still stand by that. Oh, absolutely. Like when when there's players that um you know that, that are even like with this disease, you've you've got to take all precautions necessary. Uh, and I've I've heard that uh, I think there is another. Uh, another player that hasn't been named uh, that actually did what Callum Hudson Odoi did and Morgan Gibbs White and go to uh, travel to a party. However, they travel outside of the UK to go to this party and then came back ready to to train. Yeah, it, it is an absolutely baffling one. I mean, I'm sure all of you guys listening have opinions on this yourself. Um, if you can get in contact with us um, via our social media platforms. Instagram, where the average pundits on Twitter, where pundits average. You can get to us with the YouTube comments as well. And our business email, as always, is the average pundits at outlook.com. Um, as um, you know, you guys may be aware, we are really trying hard to make sure we get this, this good content out to you. Um, Reese mentioned at the start of the podcast, we've got a few really interesting things in the pipeline. And also, we are on a quest to try and break 100 subscribers on YouTube. It would mean so much if people can subscribe. So many of you are already helping us a lot by leaving the, the odd like or watching the video or sharing it around. But the subscribers also mean an awful lot. 
but keep listening on your streaming platforms. Keep listening to us on, on YouTube and stuff. Um, it helps us an awful lot, doesn't it, Reese? Absolutely. I mean, I can't say much more other than, you know, please subscribe, share it around with anyone that could be interested in in listening to our podcasts. And we, we do this because we, you know, not, not only do we want to provide good content, but we do it for fun. We love recording these podcasts and and, and, and just, just making content for, for everyone to listen to and enjoy. So hopefully we can be part of your quarantine enjoyment. Uh, please do subscribe. Uh, go to all of our social medias. Uh, listen to us. If you're not already, if you're on YouTube right now, you can also listen to us on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, and any streaming uh, website that you can, you can find. You can listen to us on there. So, uh, Joe, thank you for joining me this week. Absolute pleasure, mate, as always. And uh, it it feels good to be back. So uh, see you guys next week. And uh, maybe we'll have a bit more to tease you about on our latest project. But for now, I shall speak to you next time.